Considering, how about you? It was a long night, man. I, I think I went to bed for the first time early on a Sunday. Knocked out like around nine thirty ish. Bro, I had to turn my phone off yesterday, like halfway through the game, so I didn't want to hear from nobody. I didn't even feel like like venting on Twitter, man. Like it was just one of those. All right, I believe what I'm seeing right now. Like, you know what I mean? I believe mm-hmm. what I'm seeing. Um, it, it, it's starting to, like, set in my mind. I'm starting to, like, understand. I'm starting to get what it really is, you know. That doesn't change my faith in this team. It's just that I'm starting to, you know, understand that we realistically are a bad football team right now. Yeah. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it, man. It's it's We are not a good team right now. You can sit here and talk about injuries all you want, but the team we got right now is not cutting it. It's not. It's not. And, and you know what? The funny thing is, Donnie, you know what I'm going to be doing Sunday? I'm going to be right in front of the TV, 1230, ready for kickoff against the Dallas Cowboys. Same faith, same hope, and watching the same possible, you know, replay of what we've been watching, you know, since Jimmy Garoppolo's been out, man. It, it, it's... It is what it is, man. I think it's time to come to fruition and say, yo, it is what it is. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm I'm at that state of, uh, first I was in denial, now I think I'm in that state of acceptance, you know, like that 12-step program. <laughs> step one is to admit, you know what I'm saying, right? Right? I think we both at step one right now. I, th- I think that's what it is. But, Donnie, we got a great show prepared for the peoples out there, man. Thank y'all so much for tuning in to Nitty Gritty Niners Talk. Listen, before we get started, Donnie, let's go ahead and get through these formalities. If you're on Facebook, make sure you like and follow us on Facebook at Nitty Gritty Niners, man. If you'd like to type out that whole URL, Facebook backslash Nitty Gritty Niners is spelled right there out there. Follow you. Follow us on Twitter nitty gritty the number nine ers we're trying to get all our branding right somebody got the other joint so we had to take this joint but i mean it's, it's the same thing you know what i'm saying we also got our pictures and social media popping on instagram so make sure you guys give us a follow right down there right there at nitty gritty niner spell on the way out we got our youtube channel popping right now matter of fact you got our YouTube channel popping, and we truly appreciate each and every one of you. So if you're on YouTube, make sure you follow us there. If you're not on YouTube, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you smash that like button one time, and that's at Nitty Gritty Niners. It's just simple, man. You guys gave us that 150 like uh, subscribers, and we were able to customize our own URL. So we truly appreciate the birth of Nitty Gritty Niners. We're happy that you're a part of it. Guys, we have our own one-stop shop for the podcast. To all those that listen to the podcast in their vehicles, on their phones, in their AirPods, whatever it is you listen to, go to anchor.fm, and that's at Nitty Gritty Niners. You can get us on Spotify, Stitcher, Breaker, and one of my faves, Apple Podcasts. And while you're on Apple Podcasts, make sure you go ahead and subscribe to Apple Podcasts. I actually like this subscription. You get the cool alerts, you know what I'm saying? It pops up as soon as the download is there. Boom, 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 boom. And while you're there, select those five stars, everybody. Give us that five-star rating. We truly appreciate it. And give us a comment, too, while you at it. And when you guys have a nitty-gritty moment, make sure you email us 
That's Juan and my man Donnie at Nitty Gritty. Well, to Nitty Gritty Niners at gmail.com. Go ahead and give us an email. We would like to respond to you, talk to you, all that good stuff. Sometimes we don't get a chance to respond on Twitter and our DMs and all that good stuff. So make sure you go ahead and send us an email and we'll get right back to you. Donnie, that's it for the formalities, bro. We got a long show. Woo. Yeah, to say the least. Look, I'm 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 trying to power hour this out, man. Shout out to Cinnamon Kids Symmetry. Oh, my man Tony, man, rest up, man. Heal up, get well, baby. We'll see you soon, man. Hopefully next week you'll be able to talk about them Dallas Cowboys. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Miss Peachy, she's watching us. Look, man, I love Cali. You are in the building. Love you, baby. My man Akeem is in here with the 49ers Empire Podcast. Can't wait to do another episode on your show, bro. But listen, let's go ahead and get right down to the nitty gritty first up boom we gotta hit y'all with that injury report you know what i'm saying we don't like to do it but it is what it is that's what it is what's up kev kevy kev what's going on baby baby look injury report man i got some stuff man if you watch the game on the first play of the game first play Steve Samuel gets a handoff out of the backfield or whatever it was, whatnot, and he runs for seven yards and then bada boom, nine yards, and then bada boom, bada bing, he's out for the season. And it's not that he's ruled out for the season, Donnie. It's the simple fact that Kyle Shanahan specifically said, look, you don't expect them back to the playoffs. So, you know, if the 49ers don't make the playoffs, we won't see... Debo Samuel anymore for the 2020 season. What are your thoughts about that real quick for the one time? I mean, yeah, keep him on ice, man. To be honest, I I really don't see... Uh, I mean, I don't want to say too much before we get into the offense, but, bro, Nick Mullins yesterday throwing in traffic all game. I mean, their secondary was having too much fun with us, bro. Like, it, I think you even said something about it on Twitter, man. Like, Nick Mullins is trying to kill our receivers. I said that last week, bro. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's... <sighs> wow. Yeah, it is what it is, man. We definitely gonna break Nick Mullins down. But that's the big injury right there, man. Losing Debo, it's like he never could get right. at the. You know, he was hurt before the season started. We didn't have much of a training camp. We didn't have much of anything due to COVID. And then it was like when he came back off of the first IR injury or whatever or whatnot, you know what I'm saying? Like he couldn't really get going. He had some phenomenal games. And then it was just like he had to be out. And then when Debo came back, you know, we lost Brandon Ayuk for a little while. And it, it, it was just a cra- matter of fact, Brandon Ayuk didn't even, it, didn't even start. To see, it was crazy. It, it, it was crazy. Um, these high ankle sprains are huge for the San Francisco 49ers, Donnie. And it, it's it's definitely going to be something that I think they're going to have to figure out going into the 2021 season, man. These high ankle sprains are crazy. He talked about Jimmy Garoppolo's high ankle sprain, and we'll get to that really quick um, after I list all the rest of the injuries. Offensive lineman Daniel Brunskill, shoulder injury, day to day. <sighs> Raheem Moser, running back, ankle, awaiting for further imaging, x-rays, waiting for him, man. He looked defeated in his presser, bro. Like, he wanted to get in and get right up out of there, man. Something's not right. I don't think Moser's been right all season long um, after he got injured, and it's another tough loss. Also, Fred Warner. He had a stinger. Now, when he went out the game... They said it was a stinger, but they treated him for a head injury. And I'm not sure what stingers have to do with head head injuries, but I'm sure it's connected because it's all in the spine, right? So it's all connected one, you know, together. And, and it is what it is. It's just that losing Fred. If, dude, Debo, Fred, what are we going to do, bro? We already got guys that, that are sitting on the bench right now due to injury. Kittle may come back next week. May, excuse me, Kittle may practice next week. Jimmy Garoppolo is clearly not practicing next week or in this week. So we probably won't see Jimmy Garoppolo to the Seahawks game. If that, just state my bid. Um, but these injuries, Donnie, man, these high ankle sprains, man, what are your thoughts on the injuries, bro? Man, 2020 is a high ankle sprain in itself, bro. I mean, it's like, it's unbelievable sometimes how many injuries. We're still sitting on the record for most injuries and most uh most cap space spent on injured players so it's it's hard to have any thoughts on it it's just insane man 
Yeah, man. It, it is, man. It, I mean, I, I was chalking it up to them not being able to use their practice facilities for so long and then not having a preseason, but we're almost at the end of the season and it's still happening. Right, right, right. Yeah, and, and, and it's crazy because you're saying, I mean, we're not on our field. We're on Arizona's field. I believe they got real grass. A lot of these injuries were coming from switching from, remember remember the New York games, the New York games against the Jets? And, and uh, when we lost Nick Bosa, man, we were trying to blame it on everything. Yo, that's fake grass, and his grass is the worst grass in the world, and it's fake turf. And, and we lost, like, nine players that game, bro. Like, it was crucial, man, to the 49ers season. And we lost key players on top of that, bro. I don't know what we're going to do with all these injuries, man. Also, Trent Williams did go down in the game, but came back. You saw him slip and fall, but he was able to go to the sideline, went in the blue tent, did whatever he had to do, probably got his his, his inner thighs rubbed out or whatever like that, and he was back in the game. But we're hoping, we're hoping that didn't lead to anything detrimental further along in the rest of the season, man. Yeah. There you have the injury report, guys. <laughs> Have we ever, we, like, I'm used to having injury. Oh, Kwan Williams, they were looking for him to go last week. So let's hope this week we get the Shark back. We're going to talk a little bit about some Niners news, man. Not much, not much going on right now other than the fact that there is a Jimmy G alert and there is a George Kittle alert. And apparently to Kyle Shanahan, George Kittle may more than likely, I believe, from listening to him, is going to be able to practice with the team this week. So that's huge. You're getting George Kittle back. We were struggling in the run game. I mean, when I go ahead and when, when I break down these stats, you're going to be like, that's not us. But we're going to get one of our great run blockers back, um, hopefully, uh, this week against the Dallas Cowboys. Um, and Jimmy Garoppolo, he, he spoke about how Jimmy had the worst of the high ankle sprains, bro. He said that his high ankle sprain was so bad, he they thought he needed surgery. But he was able to get through that and 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 um, you know, nurse himself into like rehabilitating it on his own. And he said that Jimmy and George are working super duper hard. Super duper hard, right? So, let's see if these guys will be able to come back somewhat in this 2020 season. Your thoughts, bro? Do you think it's wise to bring back your best offensive player and your general, the quarterback, if the season is is no longer, you know, we're playing for are we playing for a draft pick right now? I mean, we still have a shot to get in the playoffs. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, it's slimming, but <clears throat> that all depends, man. I mean, if we're not gonna see Jimmy back next week and we get we're not. But if we have another game like we did yesterday, we're not going to make the playoffs, first of all. Second of all, don't be surprised if that that news changes on Jimmy. I wouldn't be surprised if he went in, you know, in a couple of weeks for a surgery to go get some stuff taken care of. Because they were talking about ligament tears. So, um, who knows? I think, honestly, he was trying to condition himself back up enough to, uh, to come back towards the end of the season and possibly make a playoff run. But... I wouldn't be surprised if they are looking at the other option right now. I thought he was going to go in for surgery anyway. I think what he was trying to do is just get through the season and then go in. But, uh, yeah. Um, and even, I mean, of course I want to see them both back, but if, if, if it's going to be like it was yesterday, again, if we're not making it to the playoffs, no, keep them on ice. 2021. Yeah, and, and then at that point, you know, the rumor is, are the 49ers drafted a quarterback? Are they going to try to restructure Jimmy Garoppolo so that they can have some money to, you know, retain some of the other players going into the 2021 season? You already heard that Richard Sherman is nine times out of ten not going to be back. That's 90% for you guys that can't do math fast. So, we, we, we you know, it's, it's going to be tough. I You know, before I get to Denise's comment, my, my boy Akeem says, nah, man, let him sit out. And, and and I get it. I get it. And she also agrees. Sit out the core players. I'm going to tell y'all something, right? I, I'm, I'm already okay with the team that we have right now. I've accepted it. So I'm okay if, if, if uh, Jimmy Garoppolo and if George Kittle doesn't come back this season. I'm, I'm quite all right with that. 
But I can't watch a team of replacements play football. I, I, I mean, and if you're talking about other core players on this team, you know, it's going to be hard watching a team, the defense play without Fred Warner. Now, he's a core player. So if, if you're telling us to sit those guys out, that means we need to sit out Fred and all these other players that we need to get somehow under contract, right? Ah, man, that's going to be tough to watch for. It's already hard to watch the Niners play, but if you sit out all the core players, man, Man, I'm gonna, woo, I'm I'm gonna sit out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna sit out. And uh, Nick Mullins, C.J. Beathard, Josh Johnson, one of these guys are gonna be starting, and I can tell you that it's not Josh Johnson. So right now, I believe Kyle Shanahan uh, is undecided. He's undecided. Like you picking a major in college, you don't know what the hell you want to do. You just want to go to college, right? Kyle's undecided. And he also talked about in the press room and he asked him, like, yo, why didn't you pull Nick? He was like, because Nick had a series of plays where it looked like he was coming of age. Like, he, he was going to be doing his thing. And then he had the other thing, the, the bad stuff happened. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, Kyle, listen, man, grow a pair of balls and sit these guys the half F down, bro. Like, just, it's okay. If we lose a game... With C.J. Beathard, I think the 49er fans will be like, oh, but it's just C.J. Mm-hmm. Do you, you get what I'm saying? You know, yeah. it, it's C.J. And that's no disrespect to C.J. It's just, it's C.J. Yeah, and but what we've seen so far, and we haven't seen much of C.J. this season, but what we've seen is a lot better than Nick Mullins. I, 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 I feel like it's equal, though. I feel like, well, it's not equal because Nick Mullins as a starter it's terrible. Nick uh-huh. Mullins as a backup is rather decent. And then CJ is like a relief pitcher, right? So you bring in, you know, if you treat it like baseball, you got Jimmy Garoppolo as your starting pitcher. You know what I'm saying? Then you bring in that middle of the inning guy. That's Nick Mullins. And then your closer would be like CJ. Yo, CJ, go ahead and get us a dagger down the field, man. Close this game out. The one thing I like about CJ Beathard over Nick Mullins is, you know, his turnovers other than interceptions, he doesn't really fumble the ball. And I just feel like Nick got to grow a pair of eyes in the back of his head, the back of his butt. Whatever it is he got to do, he's got to figure it out. And he's got to put two hands on that ball. If he's trying to make a play, he has to feel the presence of the defense, knowing they're swiping to get that ball out and hold on to that ball. Or, or take the gosh darn sack. Just, just get sacked. Fall to free down. Wait till they touch you. But you can't turn over the ball. Can't fumble the ball, bro. Can't fumble the ball. Man. But, yo, I said it yesterday on uh, Sizzling Sundays, man. Nick Mullins acts like his blind sight ain't even there. Um, I think it was the third quarter yesterday. Um, Like I said, I didn't watch the game twice. I just couldn't. But he had a a guy miss a tackle. He felt him, kind of, you know, ran it off and just kept going like nobody else was going to come. And sure enough, he got planted. You know, like, his awareness sucks. They had four sacks. Yeah. They had two force fumbles. Mm-hmm. And two... How many interceptions did they have? One? Nick only one threw one interception. One was a strip six. Um, one was a pick six. <laughs> yeah, one was a pick six, and the other was a strip six. Yeah. So, 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 so Nick Mullins gave up 12 points. And you might as yeah. well say 14 points. Mm-hmm. Wait till I read the mother-loving stats. Wait till we get to that segment. But right now, let's go ahead and get to this first drive, guys. The first drive of this game, 49ers got the ball on offense first. I guess they lost the kick, the, the toss, whatever, and they had to kick, get, take the ball, all right? So the 49ers get the ball. It was a touchback. 49ers get the ball, first and 10 at their 25. And I'm just going to read the plays to you today. Um, look. Shotgun. We're not, but we're used to it. This was a pretty effective play, though, because I'm going to tell you, these guys got out there and blocked, right? Well, hey. Samuel, left end, pushed out of bounds at the San Francisco 34 for nine yards. And this is the play that's going to, that ended Debo Samuel's uh, season, to be honest. He, he pulled his yeah. hammy, um, going out of bounds. I want to talk about that a little bit before we move on to the rest of the plays in the first drive. Going forward, now I know I know Debo's going to heal over time. And with hamstrings, you just gotta let him heal. You gotta rest. He's gotta rest. You know what I'm saying? You gotta let those elastic rubber bands 
you know, get back to their elasticity and stuff like that. They got to rest, right? Um, do you think Kyle Shanahan may want to lay off and find another wide receiver, you know, that you can just do those kind of like end around kind of passes or tosses or whatever, the things that Debo does, you know, find a shiftier guy, a guy that can handle that because we know Debo is going to try to lay the boom. He's going to try to make you miss and lay the boom at the same time. And I wonder if the over-aggression from Debo is what causes him to get injured so much. I, I will say that he did come in the season injured, so that could also play a role. He just never could get right. But what are your thoughts, man? Do you think Kyle may want to change up the game plan for Debo? Because he sure does not like to change up his game plan. It's clear as present danger. Yeah, and that's one of his downfalls. Um, I honestly thought that's why we brought in Sanu this, this season. You know what I mean? To handle the stuff like that. I mean, Debo's really been a workhorse um, for whatever we're lacking in that in that game. Um, I don't think that was necessary yesterday because, I mean, we didn't see it till you couldn't really add it up until later on in the game, but Jeff Wilson was doing just fine as that man. So, um, yeah, it was a damn shame to see uh, Debo have to go out again. Um, like, speaking on the shotgun formation, it's like every time that happens on the first drive, I just start laughing, and I, I think about the show. We're going to be talking about this on the show tomorrow. Um, <laughs> but my problem with that is it's like, okay, it worked, but a broken clock is right twice a day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, Miss Debbie, Debbie wants to know who would we suggest, you know, to replace that load for Debo. Listen, I know Richie James isn't a great returner, but he is on his team, and he will be here next season. Why not utilize Richie James? He proved last season in the Washington game that he could be shifty. He proved last right. season in that game that he has the guts to go out there and do whatever it takes in the mud bowl and help us get a win. And with Jimmy Garoppolo behind the helm, we were able to get that win. So, Miss Debbie, I, you know, going forward this season, I don't want Brandon Ayuk doing it. I know they like when he do it. He's able to do it. He's capable of doing it. But at this point, why not utilize Richie James anymore? Like, why is he only used to, to, to punt, to, fit, to catch punts, fair catch punts, and, and get two yards on a kickoff return? I don't get it. Like, I'm, I'm so confused, bro. Like, I, 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 I really don't understand the Shanahan. I don't. You have players with abilities. You have... Yes, Cali, way better receiver than returner. It's like, at re and he's returned a kickoff in his career. But he also had a huge game a few weeks back with the San Francisco 49ers. I'm, I'm talking he like was 178 yards. Huge. Touchdown. He was that's off yesterday too, man. I mean. Yo, he, he caught three, three balls yesterday, three tough passes, because one was yeah. behind his back, and he kept the chains moving, bro. He kept the chains moving, man. Look, that's we're going to get to the, to the nitty-gritty. So let me finish this first drive real quick, man. I'm just going to read these down, and we'll take y'all thoughts, man. Look, second and one at the 34, you know, 49ers. Mahim Mosa rushes up the middle for two yards, gets the first down. So the 49ers are moving the chain. They move the chain one time. First and 10 at the 36, no huddle, shotgun. Listen, no huddle. Nick Mullins runs his offense better when he doesn't have to huddle. When he has two or three plays he can run in a row, that quick offense, bro, he plays better. Check this out. First and 10, Nick Mullins passes deep left to Kendrick Bourne, 16 yards. One of Kendrick Bourne's catches, okay? First and 10, Washington 48. Uh-oh, we, we almost at the 50-yard line, bro. Almost there. Here goes Nick Mullins. This was not a no-huddle play. Incomplete pass. Short to Brendan IU. Now, I'm not blaming that pass on Nick Mullins, but I think he had other looks, and I have not gone back to watch the film, but I'm sure he had other looks to where he could have threw. He was kind of staring down Brandon Ayuk. The defender saw it, and the defender got there and broke up the play. Okay? Second uh -huh. and 10, still at the Washington 48. Nick Mullins passed the short right. Guess who? Brandon Ayuk. He got pushed out of bounds for six yards. San Francisco called a timeout. 
Here we go, third and four. Washington, 42. Nick Mullins, incomplete pass to guess who? Brandon Ayuk. It was like a photographic play of the play he did before Brandon Ayuk just caught the pass on the previous play. Dude, you're, you're staring him down. You're staring him down. The defenders know Brandon Ayuk is the only guy we got to stop on your offense receiver-wise. Why? Debo's out. So Brandon Ayuk is how they going to play. They played him, defended it. 49ers had the punt, fourth and four. Six-play drive, just like that. Uno, buno, buno, muno. The 49ers was giving Washington the ball back. That is your nitty-gritty first drive. Look. The 49ers got to figure out a way to get back to scoring on their first drives. It helps dictate the flow of the game going forward. I'm not sure why we get so stagnant on these drives. I will say that Nick Mullins passes on the first drives were his probably his most eh, accurate passes in this game. I'm going to go out on the limb and I'm going to say that. Because later on in the game, if you watched the game, and I'm sure you did, Nick Mullins was, was a little bit off. He also has some players drop a few passes. We're going to get to that, too, as well. Because that's part of the gosh darn nitty gritty. All right. Donnie, that's the first drive, bro. We got to get to these stats, man, because I'm sure people want to call in today. We got to get that number popping, man. You got to get your high-low players together, so make sure you get those, man. But I want to get into the stats, and before we get into the team stats and the game stats or whatever, I'm going to break down the 49ers' best statistical players that I thought played. They lights out. They led in statistics, so they get the role this week. For offense, we're going to start with the man. Brandon Ayuk, 10 receptions, 119 yards. I do want to point out that Brandon Ayuk had 16 targets, but he had 10 receptions. And I'm going to leave it at that. All right? 16 targets, 10 receptions. All right? And on defense, man, we're going to go with the law himself, Mr. Dre Greenlaw. Man, he was over all over that field, man, running guys down. Seven tackles, six of those joints was solo. Shout out to Dre Greenlaw. He... He was all over the field, especially when Fred Warner went out, man. He had to pick up his game plan, man. And those are the 49ers statistical best players on the field. Now, there were players that made plays, so you might change those players up when we get to the highs and lows. You know what I'm saying? But statistically-wise, those guys gave the 49ers the, the best performances all game long, man. Shout-out to uh, Brandon Ayuk and shout-out to Dre Greenlaw, man. Now, let's get to these team stats, bro. Sheesh. Dude, you're, you're laughing, but listen, I'm going to read some numbers, okay? And we're going to play a little guessing game. I'm going to read two numbers, and I'm going to give you the category. So the category is going to be first downs, and I'm going to read two numbers, and I want you to tell me which team you think I'm talking about, all right? So okay. the, the category is first downs. The numbers are 12 and 21. Who had 12 and who had 21? Uh, we had 21. We had 21. They had 12. All right. Uh, passing first downs, the Washington Redskins, Redskins had, oh, excuse me, the Washington football team had seven. The San Francisco 49ers had 13. Rushing first downs, the Washington football team had five. The San Francisco 49ers had seven. Uh, first downs for penalties, the Washington Redskins had zero. The 49ers had one. Third down efficiency. <laughs> the Washington Redskins went three for 15 on third down. The San Francisco, excuse me, the Washington football team went three for 15 on first down. And the San Francisco 49ers went four for 15. They did not go for it on fourth down. And the 49ers were 0 for 1 on fourth down. Next category you're going to guess on. Total plays. 62, 76. Who has 62? Who has 76? Um, I'm going to say we had 76. The 49ers had 76 total plays to Washington's 62 total plays. Total yards, 344 to 193. Who had 344? Who had 193? Wait, say that again. 344 to 193. Who had what? I'm going to go 344 with us again. The Niners had 344 total yards to Washington, Washington's 193. 
16 uh, total drives for the Niners, 14 total drives for the Washington football team. Yards per play, this is a good one, 4.5 to 3.1. Oh, 4.5 was us. 4.5 was the 49ers. 3.1 was the Washington football team. Passing. Jeez. Passing yards. 95 to 236. Who was what? 236 was us because... Right? 236 was the 49ers. 95 passing yards for the Washington football team. Completions attempts... 15 for 32, 25 for 35. They had two quarterbacks play. They had Alex Smith and they had uh, the rookie. Well, not the rookie, but the rookie they drafted last year, Dwayne Haskins, right? So total 15 for 32, 25 for 40, uh, 45 for Nick Mullins. Yards per pass, 2.8 to 4.8. Interceptions, they both threw one. Uh, sacks, they were sacked twice for negative 13. We were sacked four times for 24 yards. Rushing. 98 to 108. Who led? Uh, us. The 49ers had 108 rushing yards. Two Washington football teams, 98. We had 10 more rushing yards. Rushing attempts, 28 to 27. Who had 28? Us. Actually, the Washington football team had one more rushing attempt than the 49ers. Threw me for a loop there. <laughs> I tried to get you, bro. I tried to get you, bro. All right. Um, and let's see. Rushing uh rushing yards per rush, 3.5 to 4.0. Hey, that sounds like a song. Four. What's the difference between 3.5 and the 4.0? About 30 to 40 grand cost. <laughs> 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 they don't know nothing about Jay-Z right now. All right, listen. Um, who had what, bro? Uh we had four. We have four, man. We have yeah. four. Red zone attempts. 0 for 2, 2 for 2. Oh, we're 0 for 2. No, the 49ers no, were actually 2 for 2 in the no, red zone. Two for two because they scored both times. Jeff Wilson, Jeff Wilson and Kyle Juszczyk. Exactly, exactly. Uh, 5 for 30 on penalties with watching the football team. 5 for 35. I can't stop. I got two more categories to go, Sim, because you already know where I'm getting with this. Five for 35 for the San Francisco 49ers. So the 49ers had five more penalties uh, yards than them. Here we go. Turnovers. Three to one. Who had three? Who had one? We had three. We had three. They had one. We had two fumbles lost in the interception, and they just had an interception. And last but not least, just take a guess. Who do you think led with time of possession? We did. The 49ers led 32 minutes and 11 seconds to 27 minutes and 49 seconds. There's a reason why I read all those stats. The San Francisco 49ers led in every category except one. Except one. I'm going to put this up here again because he's got a really good point. Sam? On point. And, and this is where we're going, broski. See, it, it's all it's all method to our madness here at, at, at Nitty Gritty Niners Talk, man. You got to sit there and, and, and just, you know, endure the daggone numbers I'm throwing out there because we're going to get to something really, really, really quick. But, guys, this is the problem. You ready? The 49ers led in every statistical category except for one. The only category they didn't lead in was the rushing attempts. They were one less, which means the 49ers are not running the ball enough to win games. And that's a problem. I'm going to move this back because my decibels are going up. I can see it hitting hitting the orange. That's a problem. Donnie, that's a problem, bro. I don't care if it takes five running backs. They need to continue to run the ball. Now, I understand I understand we're down, and we got to throw the ball. I get it. But Kyle Shanahan is is genius enough to know how to fabricate some type of pass runs. But we weren't down the whole game. We weren't down the whole game. We We weren't down the game. We we no well we were leading seven nothing and then seven six and and then they and then the, the boom boom started to happen and then seventeen seven and and it was yeah I mean we we had enough of a lead for enough of the game to keep that run going 
Well, we didn't score for a minute, bro. The, the, the Washington football team actually led at half, bro. Do you remember when we, we had the ball? It was a two-minute drill. Two-minute drill. You dig? Like, two minutes. I'm like, oh, Nick Mullins is pretty darn good on during the two-minute drill. Mm. He's pretty good at it, right? No huddle offense. Can't get the defense in the sub. He can sit there and pick apart this defense on the two-minute drill. He might get sacked once. But it's a two-minute drill. Look, dude, for, is this? Uh, this is when he fumbled. He fumbled, and the almighty Chase Young picked the ball up and returned it. Yep. Yeah. Um, Just like that, the Washington football team was up. Just like that, when we had the ball, we were we were up seven six, bro. I'm like, yo, we could possibly get some points to go up more during the half. And we, Nick Mullins clearly flipped the field and the score. Yeah. So let's get down to the nitty gritty, bro, because talk about Nick Mullins, man, because I know it's I know it's on the tip of your tongue, bro. Don't let me sit here and talk. So here's the thing, man. Like those two turnovers were so crucial because both of them, and I'm talking about Chase Young, and then I'm talking about uh, Cameron Carl. He threw uh, Nick Mullins threw a beautiful pass to Cameron Carl for the six. Now that six went the wrong way, and that was not uh, 49ers jersey. He threw it right on the numbers too. But come on, man! I said it early in the game. This and this is why I keep referencing uh, going back to what you were saying about we didn't run the ball enough. Um, when it's Nick Mullins out there, I don't care how good of a game he seems to be having. We all know statistics have shown that he will find a way to turn that ball over every single game. He is just not there. Um, I don't know if he ever will be. I don't like picking on the damn guy, but. It's too damn easy because everybody sits here and talks about how Jimmy Garoppolo needs to get replaced. We were doing better. Very simple. We were doing better with Jimmy than we are without him. Especially Plain a healthy Jimmy. Yeah. And we would be doing better with Jimmy. Yeah. Especially a healthy Jimmy. When Jimmy is healthy, you know what I'm saying? Yes, he throws off his back foot and he makes you want to scratch his head. I still think that can be fixed. We get a better quarterback coach in there that could, you know, teach this kid how to play quarterback. I do want to get to Avery's question. He says, can I please ask this question, uh, this one question? Does anybody think, and I think that's what he meant, that Kyle is scared to call plays because everybody has figured us out? And after his second super loss, did Super Bowl loss, I'm assuming, did he lose his swagger? That's a legitimate question, man. And and, and Donnie, what do you think about that, bro? Do I have a theory on that. I really have a theory on that. Look where we are um, when it comes to next year and having to deal with the salary cap. Um, I know this seems off topic, but it, it has to do with Kyle and John Lynch, I'm sorry to say. Um, what they did with this last season is they were more worried about securing their jobs than anything else and now look at us we got so many guys that need to get paid they thought that we would have a super bowl in one of these years but they forgot to think oh wait maybe we should factor in injuries secondly kyle shanahan is at least half the problem when it comes to jimmy garoppolo i don't care i'm saying it um if you don't trust your quarterback how is your quarterback supposed to go out there with confidence and bust ass every single game you got him. I, I see more pass attempts with Nick Mullins than I ever see with Jimmy Garoppolo in the first three quarters. Every time Jimmy's out there, we're running. First first drive of the game, we're running the whole damn thing until third down. So, yeah, has Kyle lost his swag? No, he got his job secured for the next five years and, and forgot to deal with every other issue at hand. I love Kyle Shanahan. No, I like Kyle Shanahan. Um, but... It's time to call bullshit b BS. Sorry. It's time to call BS when we see BS. Mm. Period. Mm. So, so here's the thing. I don't think Kyle was playing for a contract. I think that he took his team to a Super Bowl when he shouldn't have. That team wasn't supposed to go to the Super Bowl. Everything just fell right for the 49ers. They were a good team last season. They Great were. team. Um, but things just fell right. And we didn't win. Um, and, and you know, to offer Kyle a, a five-year extension, a six-year extension, or whatever the extension was, I can't remember. To offer him that extension from a, from a loss, 
says wonders about what Kyle can do. Now, let's just keep it 100. Kyle, there's no coach in the NFL, no coach, that's faced more adversity than Kyle Shanahan. There's not one. You can't name me one. I know teams are dealing with COVID and injuries, but, geez, it's losing your your all your starters and have to uh, work the, the injury, you know, the IR list, and, and, and did this and this and that and, and still call plays and run plays. Listen, I know it's not easy for Kyle. My issue, and I, I understand Ron Rivera has cancer. I mean, that, that's different. But I'm talking about as far as adversity, dealing with the players and all these different types of things. Nothing is worse than cancer. But Kyle Shanahan, adverse, him facing all this adversity is only going to make him better. And I just don't think he has his pieces. He doesn't have all his pieces. This is not an excuse because if I, I'm, I'm going to say it, I said it once, I'm going to say it again. When I'm teaching students and I see that they're struggling, I got to go back and reevaluate myself. What am I doing? I'm not helping this kid. They're struggling. I got to go and do some, some changing. And I feel like Kyle not doing that because they're grown, they're professionals. They should be able to do this and do that. Nah, Kyle, that, that ain't how it is. They're human beings, bro. And that's where I think Kyle needs to reflect. Hey, I'm stubborn. As, I'm stubborn. Let me let me reevaluate me. And I feel like if Kyle, I think this is the best season for Kyle Shanahan. Getting his ass whipped is the best thing that's ever happened to him. Because now he can honestly reflect. He can say, dang. Now, when I first got here, I ain't have anybody. Then I built, we built the team. We went to the Super Bowl. Injury plagued us. We had to deal with COVID. And now we're struggling again. Man, what? Let me reevaluate myself. Look, Kyle should have two types of playbooks, maybe even three one for the advanced, one for the intermediate, and one for the new people. Or just, run plays. or just consolidate the one he does have because it really is all over the place. I don't understand it sometimes, but I will say this, bro. Like, and I've I've been refraining from saying this all season, but um, it's not all his fault when it comes down to some of the losses we were handed. Um, it's some weird, uh, like taboo thing to talk about the Super Bowl because, you know, move on or whatever. I get that, but here's why I give Kyle Shanahan a break. I, I saw a lot of people saying that it was his fault we lost the Super Bowl. That's not true. Um, I will say this. I'm not that guy that sits here and says, oh, the refs lost the Super Bowl for us, but for that Super Bowl, they did lose the Super Bowl for us. I watched that game back six or seven times, paused it, rewinded it, everything. Um, if, Nick, uh, if Nick Bosa would have got three of the sacks that he was held on and not called. Those holds were not called. Um, Patrick Mahomes only throws for 112 yards, and we ain't even talking about him. Um, Patrick Mahomes is not a perfect quarterback. He has the perfect team around him. I think that was shown yesterday, and I posted this on the, the Nitty Gritty site. Um, this dude had a 30-yard loss for a sack. Yes, a sack, a sack loss for 30 yards. Okay, so... No, I don't agree that Kyle Shanahan lost the Super Bowl for us. I believe he was doing just fine. But how do you win a game where, you know, uh, someone said it. If, if, if the refs aren't going to call holding, you might as well give the Chiefs the, the trophy right there. But during this season um, and last season a little bit, he has not trusted Jimmy Garoppolo, period. We've seen Jimmy light it up. It just all depends whether or not Kyle Shanahan trusts him to. Let him make the mistakes. Tom Brady does it all the time. I don't like, I don't know if Kyle just doesn't want Jimmy there. Um, if he has other plans in mind, which I think he does, but he has made some mistakes this season. Um, mm. I still like him, but he's made a lot of mistakes. Yes, we've lost players, but that happens. Um, some of these, let's be real. We lost the game because of Nick Mullins yesterday. CJ Bethard should have been in early. Sorry, like after that first turnover, which was ridiculous, put in CJ Bizarre. We can't afford those kind of turnovers, especially when we're getting leads like we had yesterday. I thought for sure by the half, I thought the second half, there was no way Nick Mullins was coming back out there. Second half, I said there's no way Kyle Shanahan is going to march Nick Mullins back onto that field, bro. No way. That's what I thought. 
and I was wrong. I was 100% wrong because Nick Mullins was right back out there. Um, listen, I, I kind of agree with Sin right here. She said, I think it's too easy to blame the refs. Although the refs do treat us janky, and I'm, I 100% agree. It was a team loss. See, I don't know how much of it was a team loss. Now, see, I'm not... I'm, I, I like when players own their mistakes. I like when players say, I effed up. I'm going to come back and do better. You know who we have that does that? We have two players that do that right now. They're, I, I'll give you a hint. They're rookies. Um, I don't know. Brandon Ayuk and Javon Kinlaw. Those are, they're so hard on themselves that they want to be great. Like, they want to be great, and they want to be the best teammate they can be for this particular team. Now, when I go back and I and I reevaluate the Super Bowl, because you brought it up, you know, I agree he was held about four, three, four times. I agree. But you, you talked about Patrick Mahomes, and he has to be one of the best quarterbacks when the game breaks, when the plays break down. When the defense is covering really well and he can extend the play because we because the defense can't sack him, the front seven can't get to him or whatnot, he's able to extend plays. And that's why, you know, they were able to get that game. And yes, I thought Bosa was held on that play that, that David Tyreek, I mean, David Tyreek, that um, Tyreek Hill caught. But it is what it is. The 49ers still had chances to go out there and win that game. And they kind of just like gave up the ghost, man. So um, you could say it was a team loss. I thought some individuals just kind of like gave up, man. That, that, that's the way I seen it. They, it was like the refs deflated them or whatnot. And they were just like, man, let's just go home. Uh, that's kind of what I see. And I think the reason why they blame Kyle, Donnie, is because we were up by 10. And Kyle just wouldn't keep running the ball. Yeah, but okay, here's the problem with that, bro. Like, you know, it's it's not just the holds. Um, what they didn't call, also what they did call. Um, you're talking like the the extension of the arm with George Kittle. Are you kidding me? Um, there was a touchdown in that game that wasn't even a touchdown. Take that away, they don't win the Super Bowl. Period. Um, but I mean, it's 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 all up for discussion. But to answer your question, Avery, um, that's 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 a hard thing for me to call. I really feel like um, the smart thing to do would, if Vic Fangio is looking for a job next year, get Vic Fangio back in San Francisco. And yes, of course, I want to keep Sherman. I love Sherman. I think he's a a uh, a general to these young defensive guys and and help bettering them. But uh, I, I don't know what's going to happen next year. I know we're probably not going to have Sherman, and I know we're probably not going to have Sala either. Yeah. I mean, there, there's some pros and cons on, on having Richard Sherman, and everybody knows his cons. He's slow. He's getting older. You know, all the team's got to do is have a fast wide receiver or somebody that could just run deep down the field. He plays off to try to play, you know, that type of uh, wide receiver. And sometimes he, he gambles, and sometimes he gets it, and sometimes he doesn't. But you know what? Robert Sala loves that. And I could, I, I'm going to say this, wherever Sala goes, Richard Sherman is probably going to end up there. That, that, that's how it's going to probably pan out because that's one of Robert Sala's guys. He's been with Richard Sherman from the beginning of his career in, in Seattle, and now he's here with him in San Francisco. And probably wherever he goes, you know, they'll be able to pay Sherman whatever it is he's asking for, which is probably not a hell of a lot of money. But the 49ers only have $30 million, so I don't understand why people are like, oh, he should take a, a, a team. What kind of discount you want a player to take? When his his life is expiring in the NFL, he got to go out there and get the money. His, uh -huh. his time is almost up. Let me. I wish you would take a pay cut to be on the team when your time is almost up and your job is almost over with. Hell no. Got to hear with that. He better go get his money, man. If the 49ers had it, I would absolutely agree, say, bring Richard Sherman back. But they just don't. Because the one thing you get from Richard Sherman, the two things you're going to get is leadership and you're going to get freaking just like high IQ. And that's what you want when you got a bunch of young guys back there. Because we're going to get young guys back there. And then guess what's going to happen? They're going to start testing. Let's say we bring Jason Verrett back. And then they're going to test Jason Verrett all day. All day. So it is what it is, man. 
that's what it comes down to. Listen, man, we got about five or six minutes for calls. So if you want to call in, the number is 475-549-7849. You send a text to that number, and I will get you on the show. You will have two minutes to speak. I am timing you. So get your two minutes on, man. We appreciate it if you call in. If not, we're going to keep this going. And we're going to be discussing highs and lows. So get your high offensive player and defensive player and your lowest performing defensive player and offensive player together on your call and that's what you'll discuss on the air all right ladies and gentlemen it is time for the high and low high low high low that's kind of dope i kind of got to kind of create that <laughs> all right donnie so let's start this segment off man you get to kick off man give me your high offensive player and your high defensive player okay so my high offensive player is pretty obvious it's brandon Ayuk. Um, for many reasons. I mean, the, the the stats he put up yesterday, but also the risk he was he was taking every time that ball went his direction. Um, I almost want to give it to our whole receiving core for everything they put up with yesterday. Um, but uh, Jeff Wilson comes in a close second. Um, mm-hmm. I like what he did yesterday. Um, defensive high. Hmm. I mean, they played their hearts out yesterday. Um, I'm, you know, I'm liking. Uh, you, you mentioned him earlier, and to be honest, I I didn't go back and watch the game to to get my highs and lows. But you mentioned him earlier, and I kind of, I want to say it again because I've been saying it all season. But Javon Kinlaw, not only is he he is he good but he's getting better every game um he's somebody that recognizes his mistakes and fixes them you don't see him making the same mistake twice too much um again i don't recall too much of the defense yesterday because i couldn't go back and watch the game but um i'm saying him just because our team needs that we need more guys like that I love it, yo. And very quickly before we get to our first caller, I'm gonna give my high um, on on offense and defense. Uh, my high on offense, man, this was tough because it's it's obvious everyone wants to go with Brandon Ayuk. He was like the best player on the field, but you know who I'm gonna give it to Richie I'm James. It, I'm gonna give it to Trent Williams. No, I thought Trent Williams on that left oh, okay, side cool. played a hell of a game. He had one penalty called on him, some type of hold or whatnot. When I tell you this guy was firing down the field, listen, on the play he slipped on, yo, mostly got like four yards. Only because he slipped and went out hurt. Only yeah. because. Let me tell you something, brother. When Trent Williams was in the game, there was no such thing as Chase Young. I'm going to keep it a buck. Go back and watch that. Chase Young could not ball against Trent Williams. That's how important he is. He is that great in pass protection. In zone running, if he is slip, he was about to lay the cherry wood pop on somebody on that arm um, defense, and he would have been taken out of the game, and Trent and, and, and Raheem Moser would have been down the field for at least 30-plus yards, at least minimal. So, Trent Williams, I'm going to calm down. And on the defense, man, look, I know Dre Greenlow was balling out. I know Verrett had an INT. You know what I'm saying? I know the defense was doing their thing. I know, man, I got two players I want to mention, bro. Should I do it? Should I do it? Should I do it? You know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to go away from the obvious, and I'm going to do it. Shout out to my man, Deion Jordan. With that being said, that's two sacks, two weeks in a row. We're going to get to our caller right now. Yeah, my arm is in the camera because I don't care. Deion, Deion Jordan, I said it. Y'all can slap me if y'all want to, but I slap back. Here we go. So we have one caller right now. So how about, Donnie, we go through our lows, and then we go ahead and give him a call back. Okay. Um, my offensive low? Offensive and defensive low. So my offensive low right now, um, I'm not going to say Nick Mullins because that's obvious. I'm going with McGlitchy again. Here's why. The fact that we we got our head coach in a, a press conference today talking about a guy's weight. And come on, man. 
That dude is a swinging door. I don't want him on the team anymore. I'm sorry. I don't care what his issues are with with, with gaining weight or, or losing weight or whatever. Bro, don't play then. Like, uh, uh, man, I, I could go on for hours about that. No. Yeah, the, the, the whole right side is, is trash, and they got to figure out what they're going to do in the offseason with that right side. You know, I saw some people say some things like, you know, let's draft a right tackle, like a pure zone right tackle, somebody that can, you know, get low, get up under those pads, do what right tackles are supposed to do, and then maybe possibly slide him against you over to the right guard position because that position sucks too, all right? So so maybe that's something that the 49ers might do. Shout out to my man, Kevin. He, he talked about that on Twitter. I'm gonna go with my. Did you give your defensive low yet? No, but go, go ahead. ahead go. No, you do your defensive low, bro. Um, well, the reason I said go ahead is because I don't. I yeah, it's tough. It was, it's, it was, it's, it's tough this week. The defense. It's tough this week. I'm I'm so animated. It's tough this week. It's tough. It's tough to find a player on defense who struggles. So I'm, I'm gonna struggle on that too. But I'll see if I could come up with something. But my offensive low. You know. Um, and no, it ain't. And no, no, it's not Kendrick Bourne to all those Kendrick Bourne haters out there. He went three for seven, by the way, caught three of his seven targets. You know what I'm saying? That's not a bad mathematical number. All right, we got our caller calling in, so let's go ahead and get him on. Hey, 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 you on that nitty gritty nine is tall. You here, baby? What's going on? What's good? What's good? What's good? What's good, brother? What's going on, man? Tough loss yesterday on Sunday. Man, 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 man. Talk terrible, to us, baby. Terrible, 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 terrible. And them, them stats he was running down didn't make it feel any better, man. I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but there was I a... Didn't even check, I didn't even check the numbers, and then all of a sudden he came with those numbers. It's just, it's just a clear example of why... Dude, quarterback lost the game. Like, the, that was a big time example of the QB. That was the whole purpose in that exercise, bro. Whole purpose of that exercise. The 49ers led yeah, in every stat except for rushing attempts. Mm-hmm. A stat they're supposed mm-hmm. to lead in. They had double mm-hmm. the yards. That, the 49ers gave up. N- Never mind. Go ahead and talk to us, but it's your time, not my time. We were, we, 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 we were, we were, we were behind in the, in the biggest category, which was points on the board. <laughs> the only category that mattered, right? Ahead in the most, right? Right. right. But my high for offense um, yesterday, which there wasn't too much. We didn't have a lot of um, rushing success, and obviously we know what we were doing in the passing game. But um, a guy that played steady, uh, I thought he played pretty steady throughout the game was Nathan Tomlinson. Um, he, he, he played a clean game as, as far as I'm concerned. I know you. I was gonna put. I was gonna put Trent Williams down as well, but I think he, I think he gave up a sack to Montez Sweat. Like just a one on one, he got beat on the sack. Did Trent give up that oh, sack? Okay. I believe it was Trent. Okay, I got to double check. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure because I wasn't thinking of it to myself watching the game. He's having a he's having a hell of a game, and, and then he, he gave up that sack. one. Okay, that one sack. But I don't know. I don't know. I could be wrong. Okay. All right. Wrong. It was just a real bad um, passing performance. Nick Mullins is my low for offense, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, my high on defense, I was going to go with with Devon Kinlaw, like my man Darko was was, was going with. Um, he 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 he's been steady improving over the last month or so, like in leaps and bounds. So I'm really impressed with Kinlaw. But I like DJ, I like Drake Greenlaw coming yeah. into into this game and, and the way he performed and flew around and made some plays. Um, really kind of shut down some of the things that the, the rest of the kind of like Washington football team is trying to do with their tight ends mm-hmm. and taking them out of the out of the coverage. So he did a, he did a decent job. And then uh, I guess my low would be I, I I saw him missing a ton of tackles. Not just on defense, but on special teams as well. As Demetrius Flanagan, Fowler, Fowler, Fowler. I don't even Fowles, know how to pronounce yes. that last. Yes. I haven't talked about him all year, but whatever. He's he doesn't even belong on the field, but he's there. Like Mike McGlinchey. Yeah. But he, yeah, he was. I don't know. He was just. He was all over. I don't know if he. Did he used to play safety at one point? At some point, but he he's there because I believe uh, oh he my... looked like a safety because he looked like he he was he, was, he couldn't get off he block. couldn't get off the he blocks yes bullied in the running game yep. I don't know what he's doing yep and um, yeah, he was he's, the, he, he's one of my local who is he replacing because he's hurt uh, oh my gosh I, I, I Al Shire 
right? So he was replacing him. Al Shire. Al isn't that much better. He's not, but Al Shire was the guy that they were going with. And then Files yeah. had to come in and do his thing, man. I only knew Files was playing. But I thought Al played as well. I don't know. I think both of them were playing in the game, and they were kind of like rotating. Okay. It's a weak linebacker spot. It looked, it looked weird. It looked weird. So let me, let me, um, let me ask you this. Kind of touch on Donald. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Let me ask you this question while you're on air, man, because, you know, do yeah. the 49ers miss Quan Alexander? Um, um they, they might miss, they might miss, they might miss his, 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 his energy, like, mm-hmm. you know, on a day-to-day basis and practice in, in the locker room. Okay. Um, but I think that's something that you can replace. Okay. Um, but as far as like what he what he brought in his performance on the field, I don't I don't know if he lost too much because he didn't really he wasn't really on the field enough for us to lose. True injuries, like yeah. That. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. All right. I just, he just want... wasn't on the field enough. Okay. All right. That's fair. All right. Go ahead and get to Donnie's yeah. joint. And just to touch on what what Donnie said, I I do um I do kind of agree with with, with you as far as like. With, what where we are right now has has a lot of it's got to be some of it's got to be put on the head coach. Um, but as far as like him securing his 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 job during the offseason, I don't know. I, I don't know if I'd go so far as to say that he 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 went ahead and did that. Mm-hmm. I think that he just got rewarded for his performance. That's my thoughts. What he what he did over the previous three years. And I, I think I think that's actually um, showed some growth in Jed York because he was a guy that would kind of give. Like, remember when he gave? I think he made Jim Harbaugh the highest paid head coach yep. before he even coached the game. Yep. So he was paying guys off of potential and not their performance. And now, and now he's kind of giving guys the opportunity to perform well, and then he's rewarding them afterwards. So I, I, I like that. Be rewarded on your performance, not your potential. What have you done? Then you'll get the money afterwards. So that you know, they got paid and extended to bringing this team to a Super Bowl level in, in, in three years. I think that's what it is. Exactly. Uh, I don't think he went into the offseason trying to secure his job. He just kind of went into the offseason confident in the team that he had, and might have naively thought that they could bring the same thing, same team back, and run it back and, and run run the table again with the same roster. And we, you know, not taking into account that injuries and nobody could have predicted COVID. So, right. But I mean, my hat off. My hat goes off to what he's done, what he's been able to do, just trying to keep his team together. And nobody's really shown that they've quit. Right. Nobody's shown that they're disgruntled, wants to leave the team or anything of that. So, you know, kudos for for him to for holding down a real shaky situation right now. Excellent, bro. Excellent, man. Listen, man, thank you so yeah. much for calling in, man. We truly appreciate you, brother. And you have a great rest I'm of your life. My bad for going over the two minutes. That's all good, man. It was, it was well worth it, I man. I cut it to Melissa's, Melissa's time. My bad. <laughs> she going to hit us up next week. Uh-uh. <laughs> Sim has six minutes and 45 seconds going on seven. Breezy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yes he did. Um, oh, you because you said that I gotta go check that sack because I thought that sack was on. Um, I, I, I think I think it was. I think it was a blindside sack, and there was it was it was, it was Trent that gave it up. Okay, one on one. Okay, that's fair. Got, it might have been Montez Sweat. It, it, it definitely no, no, no. wasn't Chase Young. So it could have been Sweat because he was owning Chase Young yeah, the whole yeah, game. Yeah. He was owning him. Yeah, yeah, and that was. that one play he got yeah. hurt and went out, that was on school. So, yeah. <laughs> it was crazy, man. But thank you so much for calling. No, you see you, see, you see get blown up? That Dude. That, so, I was to throw, that was wait, wait, he was going to... Who did I pick for my worst offensive player? Because he was there. It was it was definitely going to be him. But who, yeah. did I, who did I pick? I, I didn't pick... I didn't pick... I can't remember who I picked. Dang. But, but Juice Check was my number one or number two. It was like 1A, 1B. yeah. yeah. Because yeah. he got rocked and put on his butt. It is not whatever. But man, we're gonna go on and get up out of all here. Right, man. I gotta sign out. I got I got children in the city and all that. No problem, man. But we truly appreciate you for calling in. Thank you so much, bro. Appreciate y'all. Man. All right, man. Peace out. Peace.
Shout out Brother Symmetry, man. He always comes in and drops some dimes and some knowledge. And listen, I didn't know Trent Williams gave up a sack, but you know what? I still thought he played a hell of a game. So he gave up a sack and had one penalty. But he owns Chase Young. That's the only king I cared about. It wasn't Chase Young. It was my. They put a faster guy on him. That's what they did. They tried to put the okie doke on Trent. And Trent got okies. If, if that's true, I got to go back and rewatch it. Donnie, final thoughts, man, before we go on and get up out of here. Uh, final thoughts. Hard to have any, really. I'm, I've been kind of lost the last, you know, 24 hours. Just, you know, um, we just need to, uh, we need to figure out what the situation is going to be, um, going into the remainder of the season. And I stick with what I'm saying, what I said earlier about keeping our, our core players off the field. If, if this is what it's going to be for the rest of the season, I said it last week, I really don't want to go to the playoffs without key guys like Nick Bosa. Like how would you feel winning a super bowl? We're not going to, but winning a super bowl without those guys, man. I mean, it's, it's rough. Um, I'm looking forward to 2020. I'm not saying I want my team to lose for draft picks. Cause I don't really think we need to do that. I think our, our coaches are smart enough to where we don't need to do that. But, uh, and just to touch on what I was, what I said, um, what symmetry just said, it's like, yeah, man, I get what you're saying. I don't think that was the sole reason why we're dealing with what we're dealing with, but you gotta, I mean, this is the NFL. Everybody's looking for job security. So it's, it, there's something to do with it. Cause look where we're, look at next season, what we're going into. We can't pay all these players. We had a window, they knew it and it's coming to an end. So now we got to reset. And that sucks because I wanted these guys. I think these guys, a lot of them deserve a Super Bowl ring. Yeah, man. And this, this goes to show you, Donnie, to go along with what you said, like how hard it is to get back to the Super Bowl. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because you never know, you know, it's never going to be the same. You know what I'm saying? New players, new attitude. You know, it was supposed to be with this revenge tour. COVID didn't go away. The freaking injuries got even worse. These are high angle. These are lingering injuries, too. These aren't even season ending injuries that'll take you out for the whole season until the 49ers can move on and get a player player. These are lingering injuries. They done brought in so many people to this team, and those people that they brought in got injured, bro. That I thought the Ziggy Ansa signing was going to be amazing for the 49ers and then he ended up he ended up going out for the season so it's it was a rough it's been a rough and tough season but it ain't over and the 49ers are traveling to dallas to take on the dallas cowboys and y'all better be tuned in because the 49ers are going to do whatever it takes to go out there and get a win even if they lose ladies and gentlemen thank you for us you know what I mean? Playing Dallas. It's a nice little break. You it's know a nice I mean? little break, man. Nice little break, guys. But guys, man, we appreciate you guys out there. Thank y'all so much for tuning in to the Nitty Gritty Niners Talk. I'm your boy, Wayne Breezy. That's my boy, Scooby Q. I like that. Skullboy Q. Skullboy Q. Scooby Q is even dope, too, though. Like, now that I think about it. But shout out to you guys um, in San Francisco. If you're from San Francisco, you call it the Sco. So what's the, what's the, oh, I get it. I yeah. get it. I get it. Get it. Schoolboy. I got you. I'm like Scooby. <laughs> it's like Schoolboy Q, but Schoolboy Q. No, I got you, bro. Thanks <laughs> for dropping that knowledge, Donnie. I always appreciate you, man. Stay up. Stay faithful, bro. We'll be back next week on Nitty Gritty Niners Talk. Hope y'all have a good night. We out. Peace. Y'all know that sound. Touchdown! That's a touchdown. You know that sound. Uh huh. Tell me long. Let's go. Oh, <laughs> Let's get it, baby. Breezy. Yeah. Out west is Patina when the style is so nitty. Breezy on the east and this flow is so gritty. Them boys stay hot, rapping niners in they city. Take one, take two, take that like Diddy. Oh. Nitty gritty, this that Niners talk. Yeah. You don't like it, better take a walk. Nitty gritty, this that Niners talk. Yeah. We outline players up and chalk. Nitty gritty, this that Niners talk. Hey. You don't like it, better take a walk. Hey. Nitty gritty, this that Niners talk. Niners talk. Nitty gritty, this that Niners talk.